1: Hello, hello, hello! Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are listening from. Welcome to that Mill Podcast. We're into the one-week build-up before the first game of the season, where Mill travel to the Riverside Middlesbrough on Saturday. Look forward to a long drive up there. Joining myself, Omer. I have my partner in crime, as he likes to refer to me as Mickey Simpson. Hello, guys. Easy case. Five more sleeps. Five more sleeps.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's it, mate. And uh, I'll tell you though, it's 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 been it's sort of been a long time coming, but then not long enough. And it seems to have have gone. I mean, you know, maybe some of you are watching the Women's World Cup. Not really for me. Um but no, not mine either. Um and uh yeah, I, I just the reason I'm not watching the women, I think there's loads of hypocrisy around it. I think all these companies will have got involved in sponsorship now and all this stuff because there's a big event and they can gain, you know, advertising you know, benefits through pretending that they're all into the Women's World Cup or the women's game when where have they been over the last 10, 15 years Tell you where they've been having an ad agency telling them not to bother. Um, <laughs> and now there's this big push towards it um, everyone's
1: involved, even fucking King Cup and people like that. You know what I mean? I know we said well so pre-show, just a heads up to everyone listening. Um, it's just myself and Mickey today, anyway. And we said we will do a little bit of a ramble. I mean, me and Mickey are the the OGs, as I say, and um, it's always good to just do myself and you in the show, mate. But I didn't think we'd be going straight into talk about Women's World Cup and the sponsorship. But ha, no, that's that's, that's going to be the, that's going to be the vibe today and the variance that Mickey will provide. Yeah, show
2: see. Us. Well, we're just. <laughs> Yeah, we just use that as the uh, as the tagline that would get us loads and loads more views, maybe people tuning in for up information. I'll tell you another bugbear of mine in a minute. Gone. All right. Why we're talking about bugbears? We might as well. We we haven't done this together, just me and you for a while. So we might as well give the audience what they want for everything. You know what I mean? But and this, I think, will resonate with everyone who's listening or everyone who watches on YouTube.
1: How fucking annoying is the club? <laughs> we're going right here we sorry it was here uh... oh ah, listen I'm, I'm serious I mean listen right? I understand that it's not just Millwall
2: it's across the championship it looks as if it's the same company doing all of them but mm. you click on something to read a story and you get either do you want to buy Millwall TV or do you want to buy season you know, a season ticket or yeah, do you want to buy this ticket or do you want to buy that and you're like mate Listen, if I went on the website to buy that, it's perfectly easy easy, through one of the tabs to go, you know what? I think I want to buy a ticket. So I'm going to go on the website and I'm going to tick where I want to go to buy a ticket. Or if I want to purchase a match, you know, Millwall TV, then I'll go there and watch Millwall TV. What I don't want to do is click on a fucking story on Twitter or on, you know, on... uh, wherever it's come from and when i click on there the first thing i get is a pop-up box asking me if i want to fucking buy a season ticket or if i want to buy a fucking little tv or if i want to buy the new shirt and also where the fuck are the away shirts we start a game in a week so i'm away. what we doing the launch on away day
1: well we'll probably wear blue because we'll wear red right so i mean it's probably by some time right we all know what the kit's gonna be, it's the white one, isn't it? Which I actually thought looks quite nice from the leaks, if it's to be believed. So I mean, um... you mean the ones we leaked? <laughs> the ones we leaked, yes. As you can tell, we're recording on Monday evening. <laughs> we will got a Tuesday morning. Mickey is in a fantastic mood today. Um bless him. He's he's here anyway, in square. Don't don't listen, no, I've
2: got loads more, mate. Fucking Mill T V, why the fuck show us uh, you know, ninety seconds of Gary Rowley. Are we not allowed to watch nine minutes of it now we've got to pay for it it's all it's
1: like recast all over again isn't it it's and just you share that way actually being a season ticket holder like yourself and i are i, I do think even if they give us a discount fair enough but i, I do think that should be free to us as season ticket holders personally um but there you go that's just my personal opinion but mate i want you to try and steer this into some sort of a form of a topic of the show today um it's the end of PC. we're going to that now but we're yeah we this just, is the end i PC. just thought you know i just thought it. I'm sure it'll come up again. Is this is what people yeah. want, yeah. isn't it, it? If people want to hear this? Do they want to hear you rambling on? Do they? Well, listen, we're
2: probably the only podcast that gives the truth, mate. You know, I mean, we tell you how it is. We don't, we we don't, you know, we don't glorify. We we don't, you know, we come their voice box. We are what we are. So, um, <laughs> it is, you know, I'll
1: I'll get a text or something soon telling me off. But yeah, hey ho. I've got a feeling we won't be really seeing Mickey Simpson in the press box at Mill anytime soon. Anyway, let's go on to talking about <laughs> let's talk about pre-season. Mate. Come on, all around about pre-season, I knew that I'd tell you that one. Um, let's recap the results as a whole, just in case anyone's not listened or tuned in or watched any pre-season activity online or caught anything in person. Mill have played obviously a few handful games in pre-season. I'm only going to talk about the ones that fans were allowed to go to. I know there was a couple behind closed-door ones. Obviously, one that probably springs to mind, but I'm sure there was something that happened out on tour as well. Um, Kevin Nisbit, obviously, is the main headline. He obviously scored against Gilliland in his first game of penalty. Ida Mo also got on the score sheets as we won 2-0 at Priestfield. Kevin Nisbit then scored a hat-trick a few days later at Sutton. Mickey was there. And obviously, we covered that in another show recently. Um, obviously, amongst the goals. He then scored again in our next preseason game in a 2-2 draw against Charlton. And that run continues. Thank fuck for that. And then to round it up, on Saturday, we lost 2-1 at home to Fortuna City. So, Mickey, pre-season. Results, obviously, not a lot to be spoke about a lot there, mate, but, you know, pre-season is pre-season for that fact. It's more about, as every club and manager likes to say, getting minutes in the legs. The players have to say, getting minutes in the legs and coming for injury free. We've only got one injury to talk about. George Healyman, obviously, not available. I'm quite gutted about that one, but maybe that's another day or for a little while. But, the results again not only pre season, mate. But how do you feel about pre season as a whole ahead of Saturday against Middlesbrough? Mate,
2: um, I suppose the only real plus side about pre season is a uh, um, Nisbet or Nisbet Nisbet, fucking the Scottish lad, um, looks very, very, um, very, very an, in- an interesting player. Looks as if he knows what are back of the knees, he looks as if he wants to score goals. Uh, all of you on Twitter who ridiculed me when I said I reckon he's going to score more than twenty-five goals, you know, huh? <laughs> he was come the end of the season and he scored two. I'll be sitting there going, I knew he weren't really going to do it. Do you know what I <laughs> But
1: um, yeah, fuck you. what's um, the general feel day? What's it you know? I mean, without talking about Saturday's game, this about later in the week. But how do you feel about preseason in general, and what's the vibe? Your what's the mood? Because I think on Saturday you was quite down after the game in the group chat. I have to say. Um, I didn't listen to The Space yesterday, but what's your mood? How are you feeling about the season ahead?
2: I don't...
1: As much as pre-seasons every season,
2: what I said on The Space as well is that, you know, pre-seasons to me, I understand that they're very much more now a commercial entity. They're not
1: really about us. They're about the clubs making as much money as they can Please tell me what money we've made from you this pre-season, though, as Mill Mill don't make money from pre-season. Oh, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> they, they get the ground open a few more times within
2: a short period of time to make gate money that way. But, for instance, you know, like the Premiership doing another, cool. You know, going to American Series and all this sort of shit. It's just so many pre-seasons now are just um, a, a, a commercial entity, like I said, on The Space. And, unfortunately as I said on the group chat before we went into the Charlton game, I just didn't think Route was going in there with the, with the right frame of mind. You know, for fans, look, we don't really give a fuck about Charlton. They're just the train mm-hmm. spotters over in, in, in Woolwich area, do you know what I mean, in, in Charlton. We don't really give a fuck about them. They seem to be a lot more excited about us than we are then. But, on that same level, we haven't been beaten by them in 27 years. And a large a large percentage of our fan base has never lost to Charlton. And for the manager to come out before the game to go, well, you know, it's a friendly, I'm not really bothered, Uh, I'm just going to be playing the way I want to play, I'm going to be doing what I want to do, testing some of the, you know, different bits and all that, and then all of a sudden we're 2-0 down, you're like, mate, what the fuck are you doing? If we lose that, fucking hell, it it would have been nightmares going into, you know, the opening game, especially if we had lost you know, like we did loss, lose against Fortuna and then going into Middlesbrough, um, it would have been a different place. But uh, do I think we've got the right amount of players yet? No. Do I think it's been interesting seeing some of the players run out? Um, SA looks a good um, a good player, a good baller, as they say. Emaku um, Romaka, um, again, looks a promising player. Um, Nesbitt looks good. The new... Um, Lad from Belgium looks good. Um, and also, you know, some of the old players, like I said last night in the space, you know, Hutch, Coops, uh Murray Wallace look like three fucking oil tankers sitting in the middle of a field, you know what I mean? I just think they they they're not they're not they're you know, they're getting old now, ain't they? So unfortunately, if we are going to play the back three and we still keep longing dull, as I tweeted yesterday. We're in for a fucking long season, mate. You know I mean? Quite
1: literally, <laughs> <laughs> we're in for a long season.
2: But it's crazy. amazing how many, and it's
1: amazing how many people didn't really get it either when I posted it. But yeah, I know, <laughs> mate. I mean, look, I think preseason is what it is. Um, under Harris, before you know, and Jackie as well, you get to last game of preseason, and they play their strongest eleven. This is the eleven we're we'll going into the season with. Rowett even said it after the game in an interview. He's very coy, I think. And I I thought I called it during last week when i had done a show after the Charlton game with Joe and Steven. I think he's very like he keeps his cards close to his chest. We've seen different variants in preseason, different formations at times. And we've seen him try different things, I think. And I think he's I think he has faith in the players. The mentality is there that, you know, come this week, this is now like switch on time. And I think it's just about managing preseason and getting through it, I think. And like I said, we're unfortunate to lose George Honeyman. I do think he would have been, you know, in the second season, having been better than down in South London. I think he would have maybe come for strength strength and hopefully he still does when he comes back in September. I think they're he does. But I am quite confident that we're going to be in and amongst it in our sense of mid-table, top-half football. And that's probably our ceiling. We, we know this, mate. And if we overachieve, we might find ourselves in that position where we did last season, where we've got a snippet or a chance of getting into that kind of position. We bang the drum about Fleming and whether he's going to go all the time. I don't really want to talk about it too much today because there's nothing new to report, about, is there. There's, we're kind of in that kind of limbo stage. But I think as a whole, I, I'm not too concerned about the preseason results. And there's not been much positives, I have to be honest, aside from Kevin Nisbet, for me personally. Billy Mitchell's shown a couple of glimpses, so is SA. But I think we've got them sort of players where... And Danny Man. Yeah, that's true, and Danny Man. We're not going to get carried away. We won't get too far ahead of ourselves, but also we won't get too down ourselves either the players. I think there is that kind of that dressing room will carry us the certain way it always does. And it will get us, you know, competing. And we're that kind of club with Brad where we'll always be in games. We'll always compete. And you just gotta try and as they come to you take them opportunities. And I think Nisbit will be the key to that if he stays sick. It's the million dollar question. But yeah I I'm, think... I'm excited. I'm excited, mate. I'm excited. Yeah, I always am. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, no. I think
2: I think Nesbit or will Nisbet um is the difference what we've needed? I, I mean, I said on the Space last night that I think we'll probably be able to get in the top six this year, but I think the only reason we'll be able to get in the top six this year is purely because we've now got potentially more people who can score goals for us. Either uh, he's a proper striker. He's a is he? He is, yeah. Well, he, he's, I mean, i said it on a couple of shows before. Um, the way to describe him is that him and Brad's are pretty much very similar players, I would say, apart from... Yes and no. Yes and no. Brad's, as in, as in this example, as in Brad's in front of goal, doesn't necessarily know where the knees mm-hmm. And shots where well, he should put away, he doesn't. As in Nesbitt, shots that he shouldn't put away, he does. And shots that he should put away, he does. You know, I mean, what's he got? Five, six. Um, you know, he missed a penalty on Saturday, but I Hey ho, he is what it is. Um, but yeah, I think he's I think he's an interesting player. Um, I think he's potentially going to be a Millwall's type player, what we want. And he's just hungry. He wants to set himself. What wants to prove something, doesn't he? he wants you know, um, he wants to prove he can make it in the championship. So yeah, good luck to him. I, I've got a lot of faith. I think it's going to be an
1: exciting season with him. Can't remember from the life of me where I saw it or where I read it. It might have been a DM from a Hibs fan or it might have been something that we I saw somewhere that across the channels at some point. But I think he used Hibs as a bit of a stepping stone where he wanted to then get a move to the to the championships, to English football to you know try and kind of cement his place somewhere, you know, and try and succeed. I think he would look at us in a similar sort of way, which I have no problem with either, by the way. I think you know, if he comes in, he's got that real selfishness about him as well, Mickey, which is different to Bradshaw. There was a time I think in the Charlton game where he could have squared it to the left back if it was Adam Malachi to have a shot on goal he takes a shot himself it will infuriate us at I know it will. it will infuriate some fans because you're like why has he done that or why has he been that selfish he's got that bit of like Steve Morrison-ness against ness with him a little bit in that mentality I think a little bit yeah. and I can see it I really can and I think they're similar sort of build but he's very good at holding the ball up Bradshaw's a a, 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 a do it bunny he won't stop Bradshaw will be constant try and harass try and do bits and bobs and he's more of a poacher in front of the whereas Nisbet is more of the complete package and that is just purely from pre-season, but that's me watching two games of us, but I can see it straight away, mate. He, he will be the difference if he stays fit and that is the caveat in my head. And I, I can't help but feel not talking about last season because it's gone now and it's done. I think if we signed him in January and he stayed fit, I honestly think we would have made the playoffs last season. Far knows what we would have done, but I can see this Nisbet and I, I really think he's going to suit the championship as well. I think, and also, the defence, I take the point, you know, they've not looked great. I definitely think we need to strengthen at out the back line. Hopefully one quality addition. If not, hopefully a loan signing from the Premier League or someone's out there that will fit the mould that we're looking after. We're looking for a Dan Ballard or a Charlie Creswell-esque sort of impact there, aren't we? Let's be honest. But I think he'll suit us sitting deep and on the counter-attack, Roman SA, Duncan Watmore, Sean Fleming. Uh, Kevin bit on the counter attack we're going to be electric this year I can really feel it and I think them sort of games will suit us when we're sitting deep away from home <laughs> on the counter attack some real energy there Donore, Billy Mitchell carrying us up the fields George Sable. I'm excited about our attacking lineup, mate, massively I think you're right I think that's I think you're right and I think that's
2: the way that Rowett sees it I think Rowett sees with you know the back three with some you know half decent speed in the middle people who can actually hold the ball and play the ball forward. And I think that's it, because when you watch all those coaching videos he does, it's all about speed in the middle of the park, get the ball, forward it on to someone else to run. And we, we, you know, we ripped him apart last season at the beginning of our last season, where we're going, what you teach on these videos for up-and-coming football players isn't what you're playing, or you haven't got the players to do it. But now, I think he has got, you know, the lo- lights of or Savall, or the Belgian guy who can get the ball in the middle of the park, flick it up onto SA, who can then run it up and flick it across into, you know, Brad's or, or hopefully Nisbet. Or Nisbet, even. Start saying I'm just saying, saying Nisbet. Nisbet. Oh, sorry. sorry. I, you know, I, Nisbet's sticking, I don't care. Janet. <laughs> Janet, last night, East Block. East Block on the space last night wrote a long message and he was talking about Nisbet and he went, Janet. And then he wrote, Shit! Sorry. Auto correct. I meant this bit. He said, but I don't know any Janet, so I don't know why I why auto correcting has said Janet. But we went okay. From now on, then we're just going to call
1: him Janet. Okay, I think we just called so, Kevin. It. I mean, you, you know, like Home Alone. Where's Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> that's it. Well, on to loads
2: of loads of clips now, of Kevin. So yeah, yes, um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, the only thing what's got me in a minute. He's, why hasn't Cooper signed?
1: Oh, mate, I was going to mention this when you mentioned him earlier. It's a bit of an unknown, isn't it? Massively, mate. It's a massive, massive, massive unknown. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, it's it's just the final details now, mate. But maybe he's waiting to see what other transfer business we do and how we start the season. Maybe he's thinking, let's see how the first five games go. Or maybe the first three or four games go. And then he might itch for a move elsewhere if, if things don't happen. I can't see him, Mitchell, for a move. He's not a sort of player. I think he has be like Judd Wallace and see his contract out, but maybe he's thinking. But then, if you're Millwall, do you want to risk another situation like the Jed Wallace situation, mate? That's the real kind of conundrum. I right. think but also, the, you, we've spoken about our defence, mate. Nice, we've got no defenders. We've got no defenders, haven't we? We need, we need to keep him. But then again, maybe
2: that's what's stopping him because we've got no other ones there. Because if one of them gets injured, who the fuck are we going to? Are we going to slide out? I was It's like, down there yeah you know, so uh, you know there's i hope I hope that alex mitchell gets a chance because he looks good and I think he's an old school millwall type player who will you know the first five minutes go through an opposition player to say oh, I'm here. and I think that will get a crowd on side g him up but he's a young lad i mean Christ he, he for until he was 15 he weren't playing football he was rowing competitively running that's you know he's a big lad he's he's you know he's a big lad for a, a 21 year old do you think he's 21 22 um he's a big lad so he hasn't really been in in the world of professional football that long but I think this year is a make or break and you know we know that Gary isn't necessarily shall we say a people person um uh you know he leaves that down to Adam Barrett and, and others but I do think he should get a chance. I do think that a lot of the, the youth players who they haven't loaned out um, should get a chance. But if he loans out, SA, I think he's made a fucking big boo boo there.
1: I can't see SA going out on loan like, you? Yeah,
2: I mean, I, you can't, I, can't, I can't either. But I mean, yeah, I mean, but reading, reading what he said, you know, well, you know, I don't, I want to sort of
1: keep him here, but you know, if there's an offer for him and all that. Did he say that? I don't remember seeing it anywhere. Have I have I miss have I missed something? I, I don't remember him saying that. No, he said something
2: in the news that he said something in the news at Daniel Day about you know there's been a lot of offers for for players, but he's he's torn between whether or not putting. It saying, it. Oh, oh. He, he
1: should have a... into the main team. He should have wasn't about Amaku because Amaku is apparently attracts interest. Yeah, no, it's SA as well. You speaking, he's speaking yeah. about you speak that about them. Yeah, I mean, is obviously a bright spot that I've not really spoke about. He's scored a couple of goals in pre-season as well. I have quite like him. His pace is so raw. We spoke, I think people spoke about him on the show enough times anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I, I can see room for positivity. The Obviously, the big elephant in the room is the defence and the goalkeeping position, mate. Are we going to get rid of George Long and get a goalkeeper in? What's your gut feeling on that one? I don't know. I mean, I thought we
2: were in for Travis and then I think possibly maybe the Fleming deal fell apart and then they, they stemmed their interest. Um, I don't know if we're after the keeper. I don't know if that's just Alan Nixon fulfilling his um, his patron community um, or, you know, considering a wretched. He's come out and said it's, you know, it's the first he's heard Suffolk news, Niger, and Southern News, and he said it's, um, you know, he hasn't heard anything. Um, and to be fair, if, if Richards come out and said it, then the club's probably told him that it ain't happening. So,
1: what that might be, though, Mick, I don't know what you think, but it could be that maybe Mill will just put a tentative inquiry in because I agree, Alan Nixon is on his patron hides behind the paywall. You know, pay him, you get access to this, and it's how he makes money from it, and it's obviously a bit fishy. But maybe it's just Mill will have sent a tentative inquiry out instead of actually put a bid in, or. Maybe even Arlo for journalists I don't. I'm not aware of the interest because we just missed out on Mark Travers, which has been well documented. But maybe it is interest there. But very early stages, for all we know?
2: Yeah, maybe. I mean, it could be, or the agent could be saying, you know, we oh, would suit me, or well, they're having trouble with keepers at the moment. I mean, as in, uh, you know, we, you know, we found out that saying something that if you take it out of context, it suddenly goes mental. So you know, it's it's pretty much. Thanks for that. That's getting us blocked
1: on YouTube. Is it? <laughs> 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 all right, well I'll go yeah. this.
2: <laughs> Especially when we couldn't even see you a minute ago because of the vape But if you're a mate company and you listen to this and you provide vape and, and things like that, get in touch, you know, we can all, we can always look at a sponsorship deal if you want. We, if we don't ask like, <laughs> yeah, any do more than that would be wicked. <laughs> We're doing away, though, that's you know what I mean? We're doing away. We're doing away. We've got a couple of sponsors for this year, so yeah. No, we're doing away. And if you do want to sponsor the show, you know you can get in touch. We can always have a chat. So uh, yeah, the details Wim- are in the de- show now. Birmingham Z, Wimpy at Bermondsey, free Olympic breakfast every Saturday. Here we go. No, <laughs> I remember that the old Olympic breakfast, Christ. Reminiscing, eh? Show we're great, not going right, to do what me it? and Joe did the other week, though. we're not going to go down the same path me and Joe did the other
1: day talking about pawning fucking woods. No, well done, mate. You just got us age-gated, so we're not going to get advertised today on this (laughs) one either. (laughs) 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 Right, mate, come on. Let's steer the ship back to uh, um, pre-season. So let's discuss pre-season results. Not too bothered about it. Obviously, some bright sparks in there. You've touched on Nisbet, um, but obviously four transfers in so far this pre-season. Kevin Nisbet arrived from Hibernian. Joe Bryan on a free transfer from Fulham. Had a good line by France last year. We'll touch on that in a second. Wes Harding was also the free transfer from Robin United and Casper Delore from OH Leven in Belgium. So we've touched on this bit. I agree with you. I love this bet. I think he looks the real deal. I hope he stays fit. I keep saying that again. It's like playing bingo with me, but that is the elephant in the room with this bet. Obviously, after his big injury last year. Joe Bryan, good signing, mate. Happy with that. I think he looks a bit rusty in pre season. But he's not playing a lot of games. A bit like Murray Wallace. I, I think Murray Wallace will play his way out of form, about the bad form and come back to prove a lot of people wrong. Not necessarily...
0: there's nothing quite like a mcdelivery at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com it's only gonna
1: pull up trees and look like a world beater but i think wallace will be a dependable option this year i really do that's what i've got a feeling about it and i know it's contrary to the majority opinion but i trust mary wallace i really do but joe bryan welcome Albany. to the end of season show oh <laughs> welcome to
2: the end of season show and uh and uh, Omar's prediction on Murray Wallace, that really turned out really well.
1: Well, we'll see, won't we, mate? We'll do Jake productions Brian, on Wednesday. So O'Brien, um I
2: think he's a very spent a very experienced, dependable player. We know what you'll get with him. He's played in big games, he knows what he's about. And, you know, if you look to his interview, what he did, um you know there are a couple of nice young lads who seem to post a lot of Middle TV stuff on Instagram and and TikTok and that. So you can watch the four videos on there if you want.
1: Why have you said um, that? They're not going to exist anymore.
2: <laughs> mate, mate, they, they, listen, the club ain't stupid. They know what's there. Um, and I think that, you know, I think with his interview, he just, you know, he's what he is. There's no, there's no, you know, there's no, you know, razzmatazz. There's no, you know, what you see is what you get. There's no glare, no, you know, no nothing. Is what you see is what you get, and that's what I want. You know, that's what I want in the team. And that's what, what you know, that's what I want to play for. And you just think, you know, what? Well, that's what we want. We just he 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 is potentially a mill type player who will just go out and do what he needs to do, and just fight.
1: bingo, bingo, Mill type mill type player, everyone take that off your list on your cards. <laughs> I've said it about four times tonight, so here, here, here. Um, I
2: mean, but yeah, no, I think I think he's uh, I think he's he will be <clears throat> a great addition. He's he's pretty much like
1: um, Alex Pierce, isn't he? Really, he's going to be that sort of player for the team. Yeah, I mean, he's experienced head. it's very interesting. I agree with you. I- I think he's another one, he looks a bit ring rusty in pre-season, but I kind of forgive him for that due to not playing much games last season. His injury record, so to speak, isn't too bad. He looks like, you know, he's played a lot of games at championship level, obviously scored two goals in the player final during lockdown for Fulham. It's only going to bode well for his experience and help the rest of the younger players in our squad that, you know, he can help nurture. If he's got Roman Essay playing in front of him in some games, undoubtedly he'll be a good ear in his head. And, you know, that is, you know, that is probably obviously something you really want to have in your side. I love his free kicks. He's good at distribution as well. He's good on, like, step pieces. We've not really seen too much of it, but I think he'll be a valued asset on the left-hand side as a real outlet for us. Scott Malone obviously done that well for us a few seasons ago, but drifted away and now he's in League 2, so that kind of tells you what you need to know about that one. He's playing, playing for Millwall's B team. Millwall's reserves, yeah, exactly. That's down in yeah. hiking which <laughs> <laughs> I Bromley and Jill in a minute. <laughs> <He's> up, oh! <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that, that that Ah, okay, well, anyway. Um, but yeah, I think, look, Joe Bryan will be a solid, 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 solid left back for us. And I think he'll be a real dependable head there. And I'm excited to see how that unfolds with him and, you know, how it unfolds. It's interesting, he's not, you watch his interviews and like he's done some pieces before he signed for us. And, like, he's, by on Twitter, he's like, it's not all about football. Like, he he looks at it as a job, an occupation, almost, in a sense. He's got a passion. Yeah, he, he dance, does, yeah. But, but he's not like a, he's not like live and breathe football. You look at Billy Mitchell, for example, you could tell Billy Mitchell lives and breathes football, for example, right? He's young, if you asked it, was to make a name for himself. Joe Bryan's like, there's more to life than football, but I respect my job. So, interesting dynamic, I have to admit. Yeah. But I don't... I play
2: football from, you know, three to six, and then once I finish on a Saturday, I go into the kids mm-hmm. and
1: I start creating them reading books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite like it. I mean, maybe you could argue maybe he might have got more out of the game if he was a bit more passionate and committed, but I don't know. I mean, end of the day, he's, he's done well for himself and he's a really good signing He's earned good money.
2: We paid no signing-on fee for him. I think he's got enhanced wages to, to compensate for that. So um, good luck to the fella.
1: Definitely. Next in was Wes Harding, mate. Not seen a lot of Wes Harding, but he's a real athlete. I think he'll be a good option. He's, I think he'll be a, a backup option in the defence, right back as well to rival Danny Matt. Be interested to see how that one plays out, mate. But I can't claim to see a lot of them. But he's played a lot of games at this level as well with Rotherham. So interesting one, and he'd be quite eager to prove his name. Obviously at Birmingham as well with Gary Rarit. So he knows Rarit. Did you come? On, did you just say he's played? He's played a lot of games at this level with Rotherham. Yeah, he played two years with Rotherham here, and also in Birmingham City. Rotherham's so he's got he, a big colour are belly. Doesn't Bertham, matter. Birmingham He know. He knows what the championship's about, and he knows also to be a team that's not got a lot of the ball, and a team that needs to play on on the counter attack, and also compete. And I think he will all compete. He will throw his body on the line. He okay. will commit. And I think you want to play player. Yeah, Jory's Jury. yeah, out on him, but yeah, of course, of course, Jory's out, on all our signings really, because until you see him in league action, you don't really know what you're going to get. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jury's out, but I'm excited to see him get a run of games eventually because inevitably Sean Hutchinson will get injured, okay. so be good to see. Um, and Casper de is the last option from Belgium. Um, I like Casper de Again, another one that needs a bit of run of games, but I think he'll come good, mate. He's quite, you know, he's got a lot to prove. And I think he's going to be that option that, you know, maybe box to box, energy, a bit like the Shackleton role almost, but he's, he loves a tackle, though, mate. I'd say that much. I think he'll win some quite quickly in, in big games at home. Yeah, I think you're right there. I mean, you know, there's a lot
2: of the young kids all over. The TikTok and Instagram, again, you know, he's the best, best midfielder in the country, and all this best, best, you know, best player in the league, and all this sort of stuff. So, you know, they're gloring him up. They've watched a few YouTube um, videos, and you know, I've seen the one he did with a can. It's amazing that people are just <laughs> posting the clip of him actually hitting the can, not the fucking three hundred and twelve attempts he had before he hit the can. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you know, if you watch the whole video. He's quite funny because he's getting proper frustrated. But um, no, I mean, you know, I think he's, he's interested. There is something around Kasper, um, which I, we're, I'll raise afterwards, but nothing major about him, but something about him coming into the team with the with the video side of it. But uh, I'll last stand a bit. So,
1: yeah. Okay. Well, you can come back to that in a second after I say, um, i like to see what happens with him. I think he's George Savile, but a bit quicker. Um, and I hope the tier speaker player. But tell me a bit about him, mate, that I don't know. And about the announcement video, what, what, what's what's that to be said? No, I just, I just the thing that gets me every season.
2: <clears throat> right, there's videos. Right, They're, they change the way they do the videos or whatever. And I just wonder if it's EFL what basically buys a license for certain. You know, you know, like you can do with a Dolby or. Create a sound, or you know, epidemic, or whatever. You buy a package, and it, and in there, there's loads of, loads of add-ons, loads of sound clips, or loads of video templates, whatever you want to use. Well, I just wonder if it's something what the EFL would doing it's, and they basically give it all out, and it, and it's up to the clubs to use, the, the most cliche or the most terrible, announcement video because I think our oh, Casper one, he, is. It's right up there with our Casper and Burnley's Teletubbies announcement video. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, mate, really? Is that listen, right? I'm not being funny, but is that the best you
1: can do? There is some real we've club seen, bashing seen, going on today. There is some real club bash going. Media teams getting absolute no, house, it First the website, then the Casper yeah. announcement. <laughs> Where else are you gonna with this, mate? Tell me. At Mill TV as well. Got a mention as well. You are bashing the media teams today, mate.
2: <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm just. Listen, listen, mate. Right? We've seen the Cahill video, right? Which is probably one of the best reveal videos they've
1: ever done. Okay. Best video, or media because of the sun, because of, or because of the nature of the signing. Because of the nature, because of,
2: I mean. I think because of the nature of the signing, because of who it was, the way everything around it, it worked. It just, you know, the return, the hashtag, the return. If you, you know, if you want to see the video again, it's there. It's on ours. I think it's 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 everywhere. But that video was great. And when you produce a video like that, to then do what, I'm not a little bit funny, I could do, of I could get a clip of a couple of people mentioning Casper their Friendly Ghost. I think we did do something about Casper, the friendly ghost, because we've got the same database of movie quotes and get stuff. All we need to do It's just, you know, when you're a club and you've got all that money, and then you go you something what cost you three quid a month to get. Do you
1: know what I mean? It's sort of like, really, all that mo- all that money, or do we not have a lot of money really in the first place to stretch onto announcement videos? I take your point. I understand, but I think you got to play on the Casper the Ghost because it's Casper the no So I get it. But I take your point. I don't disagree with you. But it's, there's only so much you could do. I have to be honest with you. I find announcement videos cringy. I find I do
2: understand. I do understand. I do understand that you're contractually obliged to. If I cunt the club, you have to. But if you, you know, you have to blow the club up and go. Actually, you know, I, I understand the way we're contractually obliged between me and you, that
1: we have to do it. this. It, uh, we're chalking... It? Some we're chalking... Hey, 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 I agreed with you. We're chalking cheese. But what I'm saying is, I, what I was getting on to say is, I, I find it all cringy, the whole stuff of that. The media... I find social media cringy these days. Football Twitter is a absolute beast of shit in there. <laughs> There's a lo- there is a lot of stuff in there that I don't need to see. And I, do you know what? If we went to the Premier League, I don't think I'd ever touch Twitter ever again for Millwall. Because in there, right, you've got... Just people jumping on the bad way. And then you start to see it creeping to me all now, anyway. When people reply, they put weird stuff, replies, but like, each to their own. It's not for me personally. I don't like it. And I, I, I never will. I, I don't like the cringy announcement videos. I don't like the cringy gold gifts. I think we're going to do them this year because it looks like we've done a green screen little kind of clip the other day. And they're doing these sort of celebrations, and all that sort of bollocks. Not a fan, but then again, there's a market for I it. So each, each to their own. Each I to their own. I don't think Fleming is either. If
2: you look at our video, he I mean, was just, you know, that that it was interesting. That off we go. Yeah. Know, you know what I mean? But I mean, listen. I I understand because on a very small scale, what we do is obviously it's about exposure. It's about bringing ourselves to new members of the Millwall family, and you know, getting people to possibly listen or watch the show for the first time, subscribe, everything else. So again, you know, obviously we don't charge you subscribe on YouTube or. Or click on <clears> the pod, the font of the pod, so it comes in your inbox every week, all of that lot. Um we do it because we want to do it. We don't we don't charge you for it, unlike some. We just do it because it is what it is. Well we don't do we, you know. I mean, we do it because we enjoy doing it. We're not doing it to try and be millionaires, are we? And let's be honest, we're not you're not gonna become a millionaire through doing what we're doing. But what I'm saying is is that I can understand that if if with the club, they must have so many more options than what we do. Yet they seem as if they're as desperate for the likes, the retweets, the you know the the post so many different videos about the same thing and everything else. You know, in the same boat as us. Yet, do they really need it? I mean, they've got hundred and fifty thousand followers on Twitter. We've got eight and a half thousand or whatever it is. You know, eight thousand less than that. It just seems sometimes that clubs try too hard.
1: We're I disagree. I just, I don't just... think clubs try hard enough. I think we just fit in to conform with what anyone think... else does. I think we need to be trendsetters. Do what... Show, show me a video of Casper Denor having Jenny Deals as his announcement video outside Manzies. That's a video to do for a video announcement. But, but we'll catch him There you go. There you go. Bang. And will be There you go. Millwall Media team,
2: right? On the next transfer window, bring us in. We will make you a fantastic reveal video and put our block on the line and we will make you a brilliant video. You've got the equipment, we can do it. And and then we'll see how many how 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 well that does for you.
1: Let, let, what we will do is we will yeah, change it. You won't invite us. What we'll do is we'll change it. We'll go on, go on. when when they announce a the video, we'll take take the, the footage and make it ourselves into something different and see if it's any better than what they can come up with. <laughs> but mate, give me give me
2: castor. if you want us if, if you, you want, want us to, it, to do that if you want us yeah yeah if you want us to do it, make sure hashtag you know that Millwall podcast reveal hashtag that Millwall podcast reveal and and yeah we're we're I think we need to do one. I think it'll be great. We can always find someone to pretend they're a football player. I mean, let's move it this way. Joe looks a bit like the Casper de doesn't he? You know, from a distance. Does he? I mean, I can't. I've got a ball head.
1: Yeah. I'm not saying he does, but, you know, we, we, we could use him a bit, you know. Yeah. We can't use you because, you know, EastEnders will be on to us for the copyright rights. They haven't actually Phil Mitchell wins, you know, so I understand. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, was to go. I was just about to go where
2: I was just about to go where we would be in a in a in our chat room and then I just realized that actually it's probably not that PC to say when I was just about to say someone say it. I or was just it that words. Got... Yeah. Um, so mate, um, I got, well, in, well, go on, you got go on. in I know, it's only gonna be about, you know, what he was saying about Twitter is becoming this massive great big noise pit at the moment and more and more that hence we've got a little community room if you just want to talk about Millwall stuff without having loads of other football fans throwing strange comments and trail you and everything else just you know come into that one mate and uh and yeah get involved in all that lot um as long as you're Millwall you can get in it um if you're a Bitcoin or a um a fucking um a blunt um supplier then um no, you're not coming in. Okay.
1: Right. Um, just to round up the show, Mickey, I've got a question for you before I read out some tweets. Rate Mills preseason with preseason results and performances and also transfers. All of that, give me a number out of 10 of how you feel about Mills preseason. Honest answer. Six. Six Okay. Do you want to give a little blurb afterwards or are you just happy to say six out of 10? I'd say six. I don't think you set the world all fine. I
2: think there's been a few games what of we could have played a lot better in, and I think we could have sealed them off 3-4-0, really, if we'd have come out with intention, um, like we did against Sun. Um, but I think, as in the whole collective, I'd probably say six, and probably my player of the pre-season
1: would obviously be either uh, Imacho or, um, or Nesbitt. Fair enough. Um, what would have made pre-season better for you, I was, uh, was it More transfers, better results, better performances, no, but yeah, bit I, mean, I just, I don't know. If, I mean, yeah, maybe a, uh, a couple of extra
2: players, you know, at the beginning of the transfer window to get a couple of extra players, what we need in so they could gel. But to be fair, I just think a bit more competitive, a bit more, you know, I would have preferred us to come out and maybe win the games 3-4-0 every game. Do you know what I mean? But other than... We were playing nobody teams as well, really. We were playing nobody teams. Brombley, Brombley, Cholton, Sutton. The only real challenge possibly would have been Fortuna.
1: But even Fortuna, we shouldn't have lost 2-1. If we scored a penalty second half, we have been two one up. Might have been a different result, mate. But anyway, I'm going to read out some uh, tweets. So we put this same question out there on Twitter. If you're not following us already, what are you doing? Make sure you do. We're at that Mill Pod across all socials. You'll find us that Mill Podcast. Check out our website as well. I'm here, plugging that. Um, so we put the question out there. You know, taking it into account, you know, pretty it doesn't matter too much. But including transfers and also the game so far, how would you rate everything as a whole out of ten? Frankie says seven. Um, Harry Sims says 7 not optimistic for the new season at all if I'm honest if he's not optimistic I would have said probably lower than 7 but that's just my opinion Johnny P says 0 and we'll hang 0 unless we get a new keeper I still I still can't believe Rout hasn't made it his number one priority Sam McFarland says 7 sign at least 1 at the back end the goalkeeper then it'll be a 10 I love the ambition and the hope and optimism Smithy MFC says pre-season is just a run out although I don't like the look of our tactics our passing is atrocious and I'm afraid we're going to play a 5-2-3 over a 5-3-2 if five at the back goes ahead, trousers have been there. Nisbet looks like a good solid addition, but I can see we need two or three in six out of ten. Um, I can't pronounce the stay but he's at his a at a, hop, a happy Ronnie. Unless long's head, head is on a pike at the front of the den, then it's a massive fucking zero. Interesting. And Matthew has gone five and Daniel Hill's gone eight for me and hope for eight. For me and hopefully we'll get a new goalie and whereby it'll be a nine and Tony might is going over 6. a goalkeeper and a quick centre back plus left sided midfielder. I'm going to say 6 as well Mickey, agree with you. I feel like mine's glass half full though. I'm normally optimistic. Um I feel, maybe say yours is glass half empty, not to be not to shit on your parade there mate, but I feel like you I don't know. I feel I feel we're both sixes, but mine's edging towards almost 7, yours is slap bang in middle 6, Just say. I think if we get maybe a it's goalkeeper in 5, but yeah. It if we get a goal in to... yeah. If we get a goalkeeper in um, and we get a set of half in and they're of the standards we're looking for I, I can honestly be really optimistic for the season that we'll be in and amongst it and that's the ambition but we'll talk more about predictions and hopes I mean, in the next show
2: Yeah, I mean there was an interesting tweet there was an interesting thing on the space on a message on the space the other night where someone turned around and said, you know is Long really shit or is it the fact that the defence is shit because it's defence in the midfield we should be stopping those balls getting shot in and, you know, maybe maybe it's a bit of both. Maybe Long isn't as shit as what we keep giving him shit for. Maybe it is the fact that his confidence low. And if you watch Ben Foster and, and he has other keeps on, he does say that, you know, if your confidence is low, it does affect your game. So, you know, hey I, I'm in no way going to say that, you know, on the first game of the season, we should all wear We Love You Long t-shirts because that's not what we're going to do. But, yeah.
1: I think with that got... could be quite funny though, couldn't it? It would be funny, but I could never see it happening. Um mm-hmm. with long, I I don't back him to play well under the pressure and the scrutiny, because the the, the defense turned against him, and that's only in pre-season you can see that. Mm-hmm. And God knows what it's gonna be like Bristol City at home if he makes a mistake or if it's a nervy nil nil and he's about to make a mistake or he gets the ball. I don't back him to rise to the occasion. Good mill goalkeepers, David Ford's, you know, they're the kind of goalkeepers that rise to the occasion. Um Tony Warner, for example, you know, you could take list back Brian Key. They rise to the stick. They will, you know, make it basically shuts down the people up. And I think Long's the kind of person that goes in his shell. That's why I back Murray Wallace to play his way out of it because I think Murray Wallace can still perform under the pressure. But there we have it. Um, we've hit our time goal in mind for the podcast. That's the end of this show, Mickey. Thank you for persevering and doing a show with me tonight, mate.
2: No, you're all right, mate. It's all right. It's nice to do it, me and you. We don't we don't get to do more. It, you know, it, it's now becoming a beast. Our show, and we don't always get to do well work commitments <laughs> and everything else. So um, yeah, it's nice to do just me and you. And actually, I can go off key, and you can go off key, and yeah, we we just suddenly worry about what we've said and were we too harsh, and then go
1: fuck it. We don't edit, so it's carried out, and hey, I really it's what it is. We'll never proclaim to be that highly edited show. We're a fly on the wall for sitting in a pub conversation amongst mates. And that's always where we want to try and aim this to be. I mean, Mickey says this is what the fans want, what people want. Is this what people really want? I'm asking you guys out there. If this is what you like, be sure to let us know. Um or maybe you want less let maybe you want maybe less club bashing and I'll have a word to Mickey about it next time. Go on, Mickey. And no, listen, we love the club. Just one thing I just we love the club. The club's great,
2: mate. Do you know what I mean? We don't always agree with him. It's like, you know, it's like your little brother or something. You don't always agree with him, but you've, you'd have you fight tooth and nail for him, as I've proven over the years, mate. Do you know what I mean? I, I, when, when shit gets going, I, I'm always the first one in the line to fucking stand if if someone else is coming against them. So, I you know, know, mate, it is what it is. But I've been on holiday, you have, and I've been on holiday with a family, a bit driving down to Cornwall now. And we were listening to a lot of the radio two. Um we were listening to a lot of the radio two, the old confessions, you know, Simon Mayo confession shows. And at the end of every show, he sits there and says, If you've listened to the end of the podcast, then we want you to tweet this word, the hashtag, this word, this sentence, this word, this whatever. Just to prove that you've been listening to the end and those who haven't listened to it were wondering what the fuck you're doing. So right. I reckon, I reckon we should, just for the crack of it, if you've listened to right now, I want you to hashtag I still have faith in Law.
1: In the comment section on YouTube, or tweet us at Twitter as well, um, I thought you were going to say, um, hashtag I used to be ex fan on the board, but I mean, that's just me, but there you go. That would be another show. We'd do that on another show. <laughs> well, well, hashtag I was fan on the
2: board, <laughs> 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 but this time I have faith in Long because if Long sees it we could we could build his confidence but if he doesn't listen to the pot then he won't know that actually it's a piss take and it and it will be reverse psychology you see
1: yeah.
2: anyway we're done now, not we get it with them follow our socials get going make sure you hashtag that word out or that, that little thing out just so we know that you are watching to the end otherwise we just stop this after 20 minutes and
1: we're just well that's <laughs> the end of the show <laughs> that's it well this goes out tuning in oh god change our logo we do to we go logo out. Logo. yeah we'll make sure to do that for the next show this goes out Tuesday morning there'll be another one out Wednesday talk about predictions for the season some quirky questions will be in there as always and uh, we'll hold ourselves accountable this time and make sure we get the right predictions in so cheers guys cheers Mickey see you guys soon